With us today is Steve Cates, uh, otherwise known as Dr. Sky, to give us an update. If we're looking up in the sky this Thanksgiving weekend, what do we see and what are we going to see and what's going on in the uh, universe? Uh, Steve Cates, tell us, uh, give us an update of what's going on. Well, good morning, John. And uh, yes, so many things to talk about this morning. Let's talk first about the Artemis Ryan mission that successfully moved into a high lunar orbit. This is an amazing uh, particular mission. People hopefully have watched some of the close encounters that Orion's had with the moon some 80 miles above the surface. But, John, this particular spacecraft, the Artemis rocket, as it got out into the Earth's orbit, its second stage lost 10 of these little CubeSat satellites. These are little experimental satellites that have all kinds of things that they're doing for scientific research. Well, some of them worked and some failed. But here was an exciting one, but sadly we know it failed. Japan's Motonashi little tiny spacecraft weighed 32 pounds. It was supposed to be the first lunar lander, the smallest little little satellite ever to land on the moon. It would do so by, you know, having solar power as it went around the moon and used a little airbag when it dropped onto the surface. But sadly, that particular spacecraft has gone missing. That's very sad. But, John, wow. we always talk on your show about so many of these mysteries, too. So this is interesting. So I wanted to bring up today, if you don't mind, this is interesting. Here's the big question. What is the fate of the universe over time? And astronomers, John, think that there's many different theories on this. But let's start from the beginning. We think the universe was created, this expansion, 13.77 billion years ago. And now, John, it's thought to be 93 billion light years wide. But here's quickly just a couple of things of what might happen to the universe, thus the mystery. One is called the Big Freeze. And that's when no thermodynamic energy is out there in the universe. In a simpler way, it means the universe will freeze itself. Then there's another one called the big rip, that the universe will tear itself apart by nonstop acceleration. And then you get the thing called the big crunch, where the universe will stop expanding, slow down, and collapse onto itself, maybe creating another cycle of another big bang or expansion. How about that? Isn't that kind of amazing? Well, the only thing I would say is it's a 13.5 billion light years old. Give or take a billion, it's not going to affect us in any way. Absolutely. Not in our lifetimes, John. And that's why the great cosmologists, they want to study these mysteries. But obviously, it's something that they think about in their think tanks and bring to our attention, which is quite fascinating. You know, John, I was understood that there a lot of activity that we hear on the planet Mars and people over the weekend if you simply look to the northeast sky, Mars, as we mentioned last week, is getting closest to the Earth for this entire year. It'll be about 50 million miles away from us. But it's interesting to look at. And many of my friends, including myself, who have telescopes and people listening, you can actually see the polar cap, the north polar cap on, on Mars, with a thing called the north polar cap hood, which is a lot of snow and ice that makes the north polar cap even more exciting. But you were bringing up something about Mars, too, that I think the listeners need to hear about. Well, Dr. Mihalos, uh, we had him on a few weeks ago, and he says, there's no way we can go to Mars. No human being will survive it because of the radiation, and that NASA has not told us that yet, and that NASA has not come up with a solution yet. What say you? Dr. Mihalos is absolutely right on this. The, problemat the problematic thing with deep space missions, and especially going to the planet Mars, we have to find a way to find out how to shield human life from the ill effects of radiation in space. And one of the experiments that's actually going on on this particular Orion spacecraft 
is that one or two of the little dummies that are strapped onto the table there inside their so-called seats. They're trying to do some radiation experiments to see what the long-term effects of radiation are in space. But Dr. Mikolos is correct that if you're on the surface of Mars and you do not have the proper shielding, that would be like wearing some incredible radiation suit body armor. We need to solve this problem, and I think he's absolutely correct in finality that that's something that maybe we really should be told the truth about, about long space missions, long-duration missions, and being on the surface of Mars. Because even if Mars, John, is out there farther than the Earth, Mars's distance from the uh, sun is around 144 million miles, it's not about the solar radiation that we're talking about. We're talking about cosmic radiation, and Mars doesn't have an atmosphere, as we know, that can shield it. That's why our planet's Earth is so, you know, planetary Earth is so important. And, John, I use this example all the time. If you took an apple and you wondered how thick the atmosphere is that's so precious to us called the troposphere, it would be as thin, John, as the skin on that apple. So, yes, we're protected, obviously, for the most part. But Mars and those duration, long-duration missions, that's a whole other story. Uh, understood. And I know we have to solve that problem. Otherwise, we have a problem that we... Uh, on the space missions, and I guess it's not as easy as Star Trek going out there. They, they, must, have, they, they must have solved the problems. Dr. Sky, thank you so much for uh, giving us an update, and you're on our WABC website now? Absolutely, John. The Dr. Sky Experience, you go to the WABCradio.com website. Great information from the realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather, and other interviews about American exceptionalism. Our great legacy here as Americans what we need to do to stay free, but people can learn so much more. And by the way, John, up there, you'll get a weekly update in detail of things you can see in the sky. And we're privileged and honored to be here with you on WABC out of New York. Thank you so much, and we'll catch up again real soon. And enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you, John.